Schnaggle Fraggle. Oh. Hey guys, welcome to episode 34 of The Doctor and the Dork. Bet you weren't expecting that. This is Frank here with our co-hostess Olivia. Schnaggle Fraggle. Schnaggle Fraggle. <laughs> what was that? the show Fraggle Rock? No. Um, Down a Fraggle Rock. No, I was thinking they of... Um, that for our intro music and stuff. What was the guy's name from... Um, Scooby-Doo? No, it was a Cartoon Network show, but Broda? it was... No, it was Chowder. No, Chowder. They had the the big... Really? You never saw that show? No, I didn't really like Cartoon Network. Cartoon Network was only in desperate times, like when you were homesick from school. Oh, I love Cartoon Network. Uh, But no, they had like this little pudgy kid who worked in a kitchen with a head chef. It was like this old guy. But then they had um, this big cinnamon toast like uh, looking dude. I don't know. He looked like a giant cinnamon toast stick and he just snaggled for him. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> all right guys anyway. <laughs> all right guys welcome to the episode um what do you want to talk about you know i would like to talk about all the snow we've gotten would you like to talk it's about ridiculous it? i'm becoming really good at snow removal i would say I've, i was already decent at snow removal have you looked outside tonight has it snowed much more no i think we only got like another inch good um but uh, I think I'm just tired of the snow rule. Like, mm. I it makes sense to me if I got to go shovel for, like, my elderly neighbor Adele. Like, yeah. that makes sense to me. Like, I get that. Like, that's a good deed. I understand she needs to get out and go places. She yeah. can't be driving through snow. I was like, but for me, I'm like, I got a truck. Like, I don't want to do the driveway. Like, I don't want to do anything. Mm. I'm like. If only your girlfriend had four-wheel drive. <laughs> if only. <laughs> um. <laughs> But, like, I equally don't want to do the sidewalk, but you yeah. look like a terrible homeowner. You are a terrible homeowner. Well, thanks for that. If you do that. Oh, which I totally <laughs> did last winter. Because but... then the mailman has <clears throat> got to truck through your snow. Yeah, but also, I, I feel like the mailman probably has to go through worse places than snowy sidewalks. Well, at least so. I don't have a dog chasing him. Also, I just, you know what I was really thinking about this the other day when we were shoveling the sidewalk was one, how I lucked out and never had to shovel the sidewalk before. And at first I was like, you know, it must be because I've just lived in apartments for the last eight years. So like it was never my responsibility <laughs> to do. But then this most recent time I went home this weekend, I was like, it's also because my neighborhood doesn't have any sidewalks. Yeah. So, like, it's never even been something that crosses my mind. No, you shovel to get out to the car. I and... just assume that, like, just like the town sends out plows for the road, that it's also public property, the sidewalk is, so they'd also be responsible for clearing the sidewalk. No. But obviously, that was a naive thought. No. In fact, they go out of, the plows go out of their way to dump extra snow from the street onto yeah. the sidewalk. Yeah. Especially after you've just shoveled it. So, yeah, they are good at that. It's frustrating, but it is what it is. But anyway, how was Syracuse? Syracuse was very nice, so I went home to celebrate my grandma's birthday a little early. Happy birthday, Graham. Still early, but this Saturday's my grandma's oh, birthday. Oh, did she watch the YouTube videos? Yeah. Oh, hi, Olivia's grandma. Can I wish her happy birthday? You just did. Yeah. All right, happy um, birthday. If I just got judged. If you're a watcher of the YouTube, <laughs> you can drop a comment on the YouTube and also wish my grandma happy birthday. <laughs> um, I think that's a little weird. Anyways, that was good. <laughs> Made her cake. We had ham for dinner and scalloped potatoes and corn. And yeah, that was about it. That's about it? Yeah, not too you much. You didn't exciting. have like a second course to meal? No, nope. Just the cake <laughs> afterwards. And then drove her home. And then 
I don't like, I, you ever do something on a weekend and you just, it's like you blacked out and you can't think of a single thing that happened? I mean, I, I distinctly recall my weekend. Do you? Oh, like, it's because you worked. Yeah, it was like <laughs> I had a 12-hour work day that should have been done in eight, but things went south quick. At the, mm. Of course, the last like hour of the day, or what yeah. would have been the last hour of the day. Me and my mom watched some TV shows. I really wanted to have her watch Schitt's Creek, but I couldn't find the very first episode, so I didn't want to just start mid-season. And then we watched some of those home remodeling shows. Um, one was called Love It or List It, which means you should watch that one time, which is very fun <laughs> to watch. And another one was called My Lottery Dream Home that I watched with my friend Danielle a couple weekends ago when I visited her. And then the other show we watched was the, the Gordon Ramsay cooking show which i guess she's into these days which one he's had multiple um the one where like hell's kitchen no it's one where i at least i think it's gordon ramsay where they come in oh no it's beat bobby flay oh okay with some chef all right anywho my weekend in syracuse was good all right um so guys before we move on to our next little thing uh so Olivia's hunting for another car with yes. four-wheel drive. Yes, speaking of the four-wheel drive, it'd be nice. Then Frankie wouldn't have to shovel as often. <laughs> and so do you guys have any recommendations? Yeah, why don't you let us know? So I'm looking for a four-wheel drive Or Or four-wheel drive. I don't really understand that. I think I'd rather have four-wheel drive. I mean, it is the better of all of them, but... And then the next question is, like, in my mind, I want to get an SUV because then it seems like an upgrade from my current car, though I suppose anything with four-wheel drive would be an upgrade from my Honda Civic. But I guess I'm not... You know what I mean? Because Subaru has, like, the Impreza, which I think is a very nice-looking car that's all-wheel drive. But I just, like, I don't know, like, would it be better? Should I should I level up to the SUV? And if I, I mean, should, what SUV should I get? So when I hear SUV, I'm thinking of, like, a giant Buick. See, I'm not. I'm thinking of, like, a Toyota RAV4 or, like, a Dell's Honda CRV. Yeah, so you're thinking a small, mid-size. yeah. Small to mid A smaller SUV. The thing is, they're all about the same price range. So, like, I just want to know, like... Who's got one that they bought brand new and now they've got like 150,000 miles on it and that thing just keeps running? That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> so that's why I'm currently leaning towards a Subaru, but I'm very open towards everybody's opinions. Mm. What do you think? No, I think a Subaru or a Volkswagen will be the way to go. I know, you've been really on the um, Volkswagen thing. How come? Um, Because I think their diesel motors are really good. I think they're really gas efficient. Well, diesel efficient. Um, I just think they make really good vehicles. I mean, I don't they spit out some diesel anymore because no, I think they, they got into a bunch of trouble. Well, they still use them, but they they were spitting out really bad emissions. Yeah, and they basically lied and said that they were like not doing that. Mm. And now I think they had to like add some part to it that uh, you know curbed the emissions some, but I think it affects yeah. their mileage. Yeah. Um, but they still have really good mileage and. Granted, you know, dirty diesel's horrible for the environment, but I'm just saying, if you're getting an SUV, you might as well go with something that's going to get good mileage yeah. and some extra power. Yeah, I guess maybe that's my other pro for the Subaru Impreza is that it is a car, so it probably gets better gas yeah. mileage. I mean, it's like the best of all the worlds, all-wheel drive and... Do they make the Impreza with like a hatchback? Thing? I think so, yeah. Hmm. Some of them, at least. All right. Anywho, write in drandorkgmail.com or Ooh. drop us a comment on YouTube or send us a DM on Instagram or just text us if you know us. Last but not least, I just finished a whirlwind of baking. I made some sugar cutouts with royal icing, 
why don't you write in if you're a baker and you use royal icing? Because I just find it to be the least delicious decorative No, hold on. You said sugar cutouts? Why wouldn't you just call them sugar cookies? Sugar cookie cutouts. Well, because I cut them out. Because sugar cookies, I think of just like the Pillsbury plain circular ones. Oh, okay. nice hearts for Valentine's Day. Ah, uh, okay. Valid. Um, I prefer a good buttercream frosting if I'm going to put it on my sugar cookie, but I'm hoping to send these out and the uh, royal icing hardens, which makes it better for transport. Mm-hmm. And it seemed a bit more colorful. It is very vibrant. And then I made some cut out chocolate chip mm-hmm. cookies, which is something new. They came out pretty dry, but I bet if you dunk them in some milk, they'd still be delicious. <laughs> we'll see in a, what, a week? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, that'll I, be the test of time, is will they survive a week? That's why I gotta send them out early. Gotta go tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Time's ticking. Day tomorrow? Oh, you got a long drive back from Hotchkiss. Yeah. yeah, it is what it is. Alright, um, next. Do you want to go or do you want me you to? You have like 1,000 things to talk about. So why don't you go? Alright, I only have two things to talk about, but one of them's mm-hmm. gonna be rather long. And one of them's gonna be rather short. Can I go silence my work phone? Yeah, you are excused. <laughs> <laughs> I'll start without you. All right, perfect. So the first part of this is going to be our Rona segment, and that is just to say that it appears Johnson & Johnson has officially applied for their emergency <clears throat> use authorization. Um, we'll see if they get approved. Most likely, right? I don't know, but we'll find out. Next, as promised weeks ago, I'm finally going to bring you guys an oncology segment. And today, what? we'll be talking about non-smell cell Lung cancer. Are you non so excited? One, I think oncology is a made up word. <laughs> Two, non smell cell. No, not small cell lung oh, cancer. Oh, okay. <laughs> as opposed to small cell lung cancer. So just as like like a quick, <clears throat> what's the difference? One, the type of cells that make them up, and typically small cell lung cancer is a bit more aggressive. So your your prognosis is poor. You will survive a shorter amount of time. It means you're about to die. It means your chances of living are not good. Mm. Anywho, so this one was about the other one, which is like <clears throat> minorly better. Um, so what this looked at was a drug <laughs> called pembrolizumab. Goes by the brand name Keytruda. Um, and so this was from the keynote study done by Keytruda. And it looked essentially at patients who were on a platinum-based therapy. So for this study, I believe it was doxetaxel. Or, <laughs> um, and it looked at patients who failed that first line. So who got in this taxol therapy, which is like taxols, for those of you who don't know, is like more so your traditional chemotherapy. So where it goes in and it just destroys every cell in your body. And like hopefully through doing that, it also got the lung cancer cells. So it looked at patients who got that and like it just wasn't helping at all. They were still having disease progression. And then they gave either A, they continued the taxol for two years, or B, they switched the patient to Keytruda, which is a monoclonal antibody, which is a more targeted therapy. And the results at five years were astonishing. They found that those in the pembrolizumab group had double the survival rate of those in the doxycaxel group. Okay. Isn't that awesome? Using like a lot of big words right now that are just kind of going over my head. The new treatment is better than the old treatment by double. Okay, so I would be disappointed if it wasn't. 
But by that imagine. double, so let me tell you, let me give you some more information just to right. confuse you more because it's all going to go over everyone's head. But that's okay, you guys. You'll get a little bit of something from this and you'll be able to use it. I'll break it down in layman's terms after this, guys. Okay. So the Keytruda works via the PDL1 receptor and essentially <laughs> As compared to what? So there's a receptor that basically, when the cancer cells are there, they trigger this receptor, and what it does is it destroys your immune system. So basically, usually your T cells would come in, and it would try to, like, rescue the situation, but cancer cells, nah, ain't no defense coming into this situation. All right. So what this drug does, it essentially gets that receptor working again to stop the T cell destruction. Okay. So then it allows the immune system to essentially go in and have like an anti-tumor response. So can I like pause it for a second? Yeah. For something really off topic. Sure. Um, just when I heard you say T-cells. Yeah. Like, Not testosterone. Is no, that what you're going to say? No. I, I could be wrong, but about 99% positive. That's also what they call it for Resident Evil with the zombie plague. I don't know. <laughs> they were talking a lot about the T-cells. <laughs> The thing is about this PDL1 receptor is that some cancer cells express it very highly and other ones express it very lowly. So you really got to go in. A lot of times they'll go in and they'll actually like take a look at the cancer and see if it is a high expressor of this PDL1. Okay. And if it is, then Katrina works extra good. So for those patients, and this is going to sound bad, but just like think of it in regular relative terms. So at five years, the patients in the new drug group their survival at five years was 25%. Now you have to remember these are patients who already failed their first line of therapy. Okay. As opposed to the old drug whose survival is only 8.2%. So in this group, it actually almost tripled that's, that's the survival rate. Well, right? it did triple it. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So the Isn't old drug suck. The new drug is better. And I didn't really go over this Significantly better, but still not great. Yeah. But you know what? The other thing is that I guess I should have like written down more about... But um, the taxols are like wicked hard on the body, since it is like killing every cell in your what, body. What was that word? Wicked hard what? on the body? No, Ta the taxols. Taxols. Taxol. Yeah, it's just a, it's a class of chemotherapy. Look, you're explaining this to <laughs> me and people who have no clue and are listening. Right I've already now. used the word taxol like 10 times in this discussion. That's how lost I was, <laughs> that I've only caught it once. Yeah, so traditional. It's a type of traditional chemotherapy. Okay. So there's a few different types, but that's the one where it goes in and basically it's trying to destroy all of your cells and in doing so it hopes it also hits the cancer cells. Okay. So as you would expect, you usually get a lot of really bad side effects with that. Now the other one, the mm -hmm. pembrolizumab, since it's more of a targeted therapy and you don't get quite as much of the same adverse events. You still have side effects and they're okay. totally different side effects. Targeted. But they usually... <laughs> They're usually a little different. In fact, what they usually are is a lot of autoimmune stuff. So basically, now since you're getting the immune system to work really well, sometimes the immune system like starts going berserk and it overreacts to the situation. Okay. Similar to like when somebody has allergies, you know, their immune okay. thinks it's helping by producing mucus and stuff when really it's like, we don't okay. really need this. Gotcha. <laughs> um, all right. But yeah, that's all I have. I'm sorry I'll break down the cancer stuff a little bit better next time. 
but I did think that this was really promising. And if you work in oncology, especially if you are a pharmacist or a pharmacy technician and you're responsible for making <clears throat> your chemotherapy or your targeted <clears throat> treatments, you love pembrolizumab because it's one of the easiest chemotherapies to whip up. Well, cancer drugs to whip up. Is it? You know what it's like to mix up oncology things? This no. is so off topic, but let me break it down for you. So one, you gotta have your little respirator on so you aren't getting any of the chemotherapy particles that might come up while you're compounding it. Then you gotta like double up your gown, you gotta put on booties, you gotta put on gloves, and then your hair net, the works. And then you can go into the negative pressure room, which basically most ivy rooms have the pressure so it's pushing out of the room in order to keep the environment like as sterile as possible. But you don't wanna push the chemo whatever. out into yeah. the world. Yeah, so it all is coming into you basically. Mm. And then you can't just use like a regular needle and like syringe to draw it up. You have to have like a closed system. So they have like these specially designed things that you attach to the vial and attach to the syringe so that at no point does the chemotherapy get exposed to the outside world. This sounds it's very extra ridiculous. It's wicked expensive. Is what it is. Sounds extra bougie. <laughs> but very interesting. Right. If you're a student and you have a chance to like watch or help out make chemotherapy, I'd highly recommend it. Alright. For the experience. So the old drug was terrible, the new drug is not terrible but not great. The old drug did what it needed to do with the technology we have available, but we are making advances in cancer therapy. I'm not going to lie, it sounds like uh, literally anything else might have been more effective than 8%. I think I would rather flip a half dollar and bet Yeah, that's the, the very pessimistic things about all the cancer research is like your outcomes are progression-free survival and also outcomes at five years, not even like, I don't know, 20. survival at 10 years. Yeah. yeah, it's just five. So if you're 50 and you get diagnosed, like... Not good. Not good. Oh, oh. But anywho, there are advances <laughs> being made, so keep optimistic. It does sound pretty I'm optimistic. here as your researcher telling you <laughs> there's hope. Alright guys, so this Warning, week... Frankie's got about 8,000 things We are about to go off segment. the deep end. Ugh. I am bringing to you your lord and savior, Elon Musk. He will save us all. I know you needed your Elon shirt tonight. I'm not actually about to go put that on. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> I should have worn it. As you guys saw, I'm in my pajamas. So. <laughs> oh, I forgot you uh, got <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, guys. So we're doing some Elon Musk stuff tonight. And by some, I mean literally everything except for one topic is Elon Musk related. So I'm going to start with Starlink. I talked to this. Yeah. I talked about this earlier, guys. They're in about three months. They've accumulated roughly ten thousand customers. All right, for their internet. Um, Where their do you have to be living to get some of this? Anywhere. Oh, why don't we get that then? It's not that good yet. Uh oh. So they openly tell you it's not that good, um, but they're working on it. Right. it. It's a work in progress. Sure. Um, so right now, though, he's getting a lot of pushback with. Uh, I believe it's the FCC. Um, really not the FCC pushing them back, but uh, it's the other internet service providers or ISPs. So, you know, Cox and uh, Comcast and I don't know, you know, all the other ones that have crappy internet um, are all pushing back Be on him. Cox is going to shut down your internet. Whatever. They already messed it up out how many times. So. And they increased your and they Yeah, and they're <laughs> charging you an extra 20 bucks. Um, but yeah, so... 
They uh, so they're all pushing back on the FCC, trying to tell them that uh, the ISPs are pushing back on the FCC, saying that Starlink, aka Elon Musk, won't be able to provide what he says. Mm-hmm. But not like in the near future. They're talking in eight years or seven, technically in twenty twenty eight. Do you think he's gonna be able to do it? Heck yeah! That dude literally owns half the satellites in space right now. Like, they're all from his company. Or companies. Alright. Um, but, yeah, so I think that's just kind of an interesting thing. Um, next, we have Elon Musk and his recent misadventures on Twitter, Reddit, and in the stock markets. <laughs> this goofball tweeted about game... Um, well, actually, he tweeted out Wall Street Bets' uh, address... And literally got them like three million new followers off of a single tweet. He also invested in GameStop himself. Then, he didn't did. He? he did jump on the GameStop bandwagon for a bit. You I don't know, know who if he else still did. Is. Mark Cuban. Yes, there's a bunch of them actually yeah. that got on. Um, it's probably the actual reason why I didn't. It's <laughs> not because of any single person on Wall Street. Bets. No, but his uh, recent things have not been in GameStop or any of the others. It has been in. Um, uh, Bitcoin and uh, Dogecoin. Or dog, dog oh, coin. he's been investing in Dogecoin? So, he Dogecoin? literally tweeted out that, like, Dogecoin is the most fun um, cryptocurrency out there because it's dog. Why? Because it has a picture of a dog. <laughs> All right? So, it's like... And it's fa- also only six to seven cents. Yeah. So, it's like his favorite uh, cryptocurrency, apparently. Mm. And then um, he followed it up by uh, Tesla purchased $1.5 billion worth of uh, Bitcoin. You know what, though? I think, like, I know it's pretty wild, but I do think that was a pretty smart thing of them to do. Oh, yeah. Because what if cryptocurrency does become a thing of the future? They're, like, right Well, here's the thing. It's going to. Um, There's no ifs, ands, or buts. Cryptocurrency is, like, the only universal income there is right now that, like, you can take it and go to any country and it works. See, it's just... I, this it's just not widely accepted It yet. makes me feel like an old lady because, like, it doesn't make any sense to me. No, I, I have zero understanding of how and it I'm works. And I'm sure that, like, a 19-year-old would be like, what is there not to understand? So here's the thing, though. is um, Cryptocurrencies can't be taken from you. They have a case in Europe right now. Some dude's got, like, $60 million in Bitcoin, and they can't get into his Bitcoin wallet to take it from him. But the Bitcoin's only worth as much as the perceived value of it is. Yeah, which is astronomical. Yeah, but one day the internet could decide, oh, it's not worth anything anymore. Well... That's the part I don't get. Well, that's the same thing with the American dollar. Like, if everybody were to sell their Bitcoin, would this price immediately go down? Yeah, it would crash. Here's the thing. No one's selling, though. Um, followed up with, that's the same thing with the American dollar. The American dollar is not based off the gold standard anymore. It's based off of our credit and American faith. Yeah. Well, I, it's not even American faith. It's international faith that the dollar is what we say it is. Sure, but when I go so to the store and the price says $1, I know that the, my $1 bill is going to work. When I go to the store and it says $1, that might be, you know, a one thirtieth of a Bitcoin or maybe it's going to be one tenth of a Bitcoin. You know what I mean? Well, here's the other thing: is the American dollar, it goes up and down all the time. Sure, relative to everybody else, but not relative to itself. But again, so that's based off of a single country with a standardized yeah, dot. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's going to be the same thing with Bitcoin, except it's just a bit more volatile than the everyday dollar or euro, whatever you choose. So to use. let me ask you, since you know so much about this. 
how much <laughs> cryptocurrency do you have? Um, none right Zero, because you sold your dog a coin. I did sell oh. my dog a coin. Um, but yeah, so anyway, back to Elon Musk, yeah. They, uh, they bought one point, well, Tesla purchased $1.5 billion worth of Bitcoin. So inadvertently, anyone who owns Tesla stock now owns a tiny bit of Bitcoin. Mm, I kind guess of, that's true. Kind of odd. Um... So, on the flip side of that, Tesla is also lining up to start accepting payments in Bitcoin for Tesla cars. Mm. So, yeah, you can pay them in Bitcoin for your next car. I do find it incredibly wild, but I do think that this speaks volumes as to Elon Musk and his ability to not limit his mind. Because, you know, like me, I'm like... It doesn't make sense to me, so therefore I don't want to do it. Yeah. I'm sure to him it still also doesn't make a ton of sense, but he's like, well, that's something I'm probably going to have Here's to do. Here's the thing. Eventually. I argue otherwise because you, think you forget one big thing. He was the co-founder of PayPal. Yeah, that's true. He, he's kind of been all over this whole internet money thing for a hot minute. That's fair. Because PayPal has dealings with all that. Yeah, that's true. So... Touche. Um, but anyway, so let me let me check some things off my list here, guys. <laughs> He's got so many. He can't I got keep track so many things. Mm-hmm. All right. So next, guys, we're gonna go into Elon Musk's good deed of the wow, day. Wow, this really is all about Elon Musk. Oh right? yeah. So do you have the carbon capture um, contest that he started up? It starts in 2022. Um, it will go on for four years. It's called X Prize. And he is offering $100 million to whoever can come up with the best carbon capture technology. You're looking at me like I'm crazy. Define carbon capture. Carbon capture as in getting rid of the carbon that's in the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. As in getting rid of the carbon that comes out of your exhaust well, pipe. Well, why didn't or... you get investigating that? Because I'm kind of stupid. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ridiculous. I'm kind of dumb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Like, that's, like, smart people's stuff. Like, yeah. Like, I'm handy with, like, a wrench. That's, like, handy with, like, I could build a nuclear reactor in my backyard. Like, that, okay. that's a different kind of smart. All right. Yeah, that, that's not... I, you need to move along because I feel <laughs> a lot of yawns coming. <laughs> I yawned a lot early on. I'm all excited now. Um, but, yeah, guys, so um, the carbon capture is a thing. Starts in 2022. Keep your eyes out because we will be seeing... Some really good technology Done. come out of that. Next. That's not even a check. What, what, what was that? <coughs> you forgot to see. That's a check. All right. Next, guys. My favorite thing that Elon Musk oh, has rolled out. My Neuralink. Um, so <laughs> it's official. Our listeners don't care. They've already heard too much about it. That's okay. They've made advances. As of February the 7th, uh, they have fully implanted a couple of monkeys with the Neuralink chip. And they can play video games together now. Yeah. They can play Pong. <laughs> with their mind. Are you and Mac going to get them so you guys can play video games? Uh, of course. Mm. Like, why get a virtual reality helmet when you can get a Neuralink and play Pong against someone? monkeys enjoy playing video games? So, here's the <laughs> other thing. Um, so, the Department of Agriculture, which oversees, like, the treatment of animals in yeah. testing facilities went out there to their animal testing lab and said it is the lady that went there and I quote said it was the nicest facility she had ever been to. What does this have to do with anything? I could not care less about how nice the facility is. It means Elon Musk not only is whipping up 
telepathy in a He's chip. increasing the standard of living for chimpanzees. For monkeys in testing labs, yes. It's fantastic. So not only is he a nice guy, he's a smart guy. I will guy. say these monkeys did win the lottery of clinical testing. I'm just saying. <laughs> he literally is giving them telepathic powers. Some of them are probably he, getting these chemotherapies, but these ones just get to sit around and play video games all with day. With their mind. <laughs> Alright. I'm just pointing this out. They can now play games with their mind. And... Uh, yeah. We're not going to talk about random dice. That You really have that on here. Yes. As I if I don't have to deal with you all day playing random all right, dice. You're, you're, done. you're cut <laughs> off. Um, so, my final thing, guys. So, that's it for my Elon Musk rant. Um, I hadn't had one in a while. And, uh, yeah, I'm just I'm a fanboy. So, what can I say? But, anyway, guys. Um, random dice. The phone game that my buddy uh, Demon Hunter got me hooked on. And, Thanks, um, Stephen, honey. I really appreciate that. You're the best, man. <laughs> so I have been hooked on this game, and uh, yeah, I'm still hooked, and it, I'm having so much fun. I'm like, I've been playing Pop It, the bubble popping game, <laughs> equally as much fun. I would argue. Look, it fries just enough of my brain cells to make me feel good about myself. And you know what happened? Tetris hasn't had their nightly competitions lately. Oh, yeah, it's like lame. they gave out all their dollars. That's lame. Wicked lame. But yeah, so uh, guys, if you haven't tried the game Random Dice or Pop It, then uh, feel free to hop on and uh, join us. And yeah. um, if you do get on, send us an email or leave us a comment or send us a text. I haven't checked the email in a few days. Oh my god, So I'm sure millions of emails from our inboxes just clogged up. Our millions of followers are so disappointed. Dork <laughs> at gmail.com. <laughs> or visit us on Instagram, Dork. Or visit us in real life if you know us. Yeah, why don't you guys do that? It's been a while since we've had some visitors. We haven't hosted anyone for dinner. No. So, And we have to find our next guest. Yeah, oh yeah. Well, we're only on episode 34. What do you think? You're going to say episode 40, I'm going to say episode 50. Yeah. So, one or the other. Yeah, one of them. You got anybody in mind? No, I don't. So if you guys are interested in appearing on our pod, and you want to come hang out with us, we'll feed you dinner. And... I don't know. Probably. Maybe yeah, cookies. Maybe. Yeah, and some cookies. Yeah, maybe. Maybe we could have Adele on the podcast. Ooh, the neighbors. <laughs> Actually, it'd be wicked <laughs> funny if she was on the podcast. All right, that's all I got. All right, guys. You got anything no, else? No, I'm all set. I've talked to you guys ear off for like 12 minutes, so. Yeah. Kind of went on a rant there. Okay. I felt pretty low energy this episode, guys. I'm sorry. I'll try to bring you something better next week. I didn't. I was oh, talking about also, we're lost. still not using the real camera, so don't <laughs> judge the quality quite yet. Though, you know, why don't you write into drdrug.gmail.com and say, Olivia, you are right. The iPhone camera works just perfectly. It, I mean, look, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying it could be better. Mm. All right. Interesting. That was my baseline. All right. We could be using the mic on your laptop or the phone, but instead we have this nice Rode mic. Mm. Yeah. You hater. Mm. You can't just admit that it'd be nice to have a camcorder. That's me sipping my hater. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. All right. We'll catch you later. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. <laughs>